Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family, we want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. You know, that's the position and posture we're going to have to have. Amen. Amen. When we get to glory, it's going to be good. We're going to be Amen. praising God all the days of our lives. Amen. Amen. So why not get into a regiment and a habit of worshiping God? Amen. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's, like this, because I, we, I, that song was playing not just to play it, but it was to get ourselves in a position that we are worshipers. Yes, yes. 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 we are. We are a living, breathing, speaking spirit. And as a result of who we are, we worship God. We praise God. Not for things, but just for who he is. Because, see, this is not for, for the faint at heart. You have to have a relationship to worship him. See, anybody can dance and shout, knock over the chairs. <laughs> but you have to have an intimate relationship and a revelation of who he is to you and what he's been to you. Because when you know that you've been delivered not by man but by God, it's easy to worship God. Amen. Because all I do is get a flashback of what he's done for me. And no shame to those who didn't make it, but to the lives of those that were lost when I was in that world. Why me, God? When so many died and I yet lived. Why me, God? And it's simple. Because he knew I would get the glory out of your life. You would give it to me. I didn't have to fight you for it. When you realize who I was, you gave it to me. So if you would, why don't y'all just indulge me and give God. Just, just lift your hand and say, God, I thank you. Come on, hallelujah, Lord. Yes, God, we glorify you. We honor you. Yes, God, we know it was you and only you. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. So many have died and gone on, God. But we thank you, God, that we have wrapped our bodies to give you praise. Hallelujah. 
And our mind is on you, Father. Because you, hallelujah, are who we serve. Yes, God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our mind is on you, God. Because you always keep your mind on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we were on your mind even then, Jesus. Hallelujah. When we were running around acting a fool, you knew that we will say yes to you. Thank you, baby. Hallelujah. There will be a point when we said yes to you, Lord. When others said no, God, you knew we had a yes for it. So, God, we thank you, Father. Yeah, tell God I thank you, God. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, God, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, for my yes. For my yes. Because your yes changed everything about your life. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You were on your way to hell, but your yes changed your life. Thank you, God. When you get a revelation of that, I don't have to pump you up. But when you when you realize your yes changed your life. Hallelujah. Because he, he already knows the thoughts and the plans he has for you. Yes. But your yes made it oh you listen, we gave God out of our participation yes. to get involved in the affairs of our lives when we said yes. yes. When so many say no, yes. God, we say yes. Ah, yes. oh, what a mighty God we yes, serve. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. I'm excited about God, amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good, y'all. Yes, Jesus. He's better than we would ever be to ourselves. Amen. And some of y'all, we love ourselves. Hallelujah. But here's the one thing I can never outlove God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh man, y'all, this y'all, y'all, y'all wood is well with me. I'm trying to tell you, man. When you think about the goodness of God, God. Yeah. yeah, man. Mm. Mm. My brothers in the house, I love you, man. I love you, man. I love you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love you, man. Yes, sir. Love you, man. Man, this better go back into the world to God. Yeah, we do. It's so amazing to see you now, my brother. Oh. <laughs> To, to know that we come from a life of sin, Lord. Yes. yes. Lord. To now we both serve the all. Hey, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Yes. Thank you, there's not too many of us around. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. And not too many of us that are around that's willing to serve. Yes. 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 And forget what they say about me and but about about serving God. I don't care what nobody say about me serving God. How about that? How about that? I man, I'm so over people. Mm, that part. Yeah. That part. That part. That part. That part. Yes, sir. Not to the degree that I don't want to see them say, but to the degree where their opinions don't don't matter. matter. It don't matter. Really and once you get into that, once you get that mindset that yes. people don't, and listen, what people say, they're going to say anyway. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're going to talk about you whether you're going to do it, bad, or nothing at all. You're talking real good right now. <laughs> real good. And most of them don't want you to do, they don't want you to do nothing at all. Forget <laughs> about the good or the bad. They just don't want you to do nothing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Why? Because they ain't doing nothing. All right. <laughs> so the nothings don't want you to do nothing. That's it, right? They nothing. Yeah. So I, I don't participate with them. Yo, come on. I can't get involved in it. That's good. And when you know who you are and what God has done in your life, that's right. And you know it was only Him. Amen. Can no man get the glory, get credit? But God, yes. I know my life. Everybody be like, well, Pastor, you talk about yourself all the time. Yeah, because I only know me. I That's don't know y'all. Yeah. I don't know what you've been through. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you tell me what you've been through, I don't know it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take you at your word. <laughs> Just, but I know me. And I know the things that I've done. And what y'all be like, well, Pastor, we got to take, yes, you do have to take me at my word. Yeah. But I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed to tell anybody what God has done for me. How about that? How about that? Because my story is not just for me. It's to help somebody else. Our testimonies help bring others out. Yes. But most people sit on your testimony. Everybody's not called to do this, but everybody's called to do something. To share a portion of your life for somebody. Because somebody needs to know that he's no respecter of person. If he did it for him, he can do it for me. That's it, right? If he's been good to her, he God knows he can be good to me. Why? Because I said yes. So now he's in, listen, when you say yes, he has to get involved in your life. Yeah, because he needs to know, he needs for people to know that he's not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of a man that he will ever have a need to repent to say that he lied. That he did anything in error. That's the beauty of our God. That he'll never have to go back on his word. He don't have to tell nobody. Well, I blew it. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not our God. Blow what? <laughs> He's the creator of all things. Man has to go back and, and ask for forgiveness mm -hmm. because we blow. That's why when you hear these guys and these, these, these ministers, these beings come out and they, they tell you about there's some new revelation, then what was the old revelation? Did God lie then or is he lying now? <laughs> See, God don't have to go back on that. But we have to stay concerning the things that we say. And here's the thing. If we always line our mouths up with the word of God, we will never have a need Can't go wrong. to go back on God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To say maybe there's some new revelation. That's it. What new revelation? There's no new revelation. God is the same. He has not changed. Yeah. <laughs> he was God then. Yeah. He's God now. And he will be God forever. Amen. 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 Well, good morning to y'all. Y'all doing all right? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys out there for tuning in. I'm Pastor B. I know y'all like, Pastor B, be going in. Yeah, I do because I will not think about God. Oh, listen, I know where I was. I know who I was. <laughs> That's why I laugh because I know the kind of person I was. 
and there was not a God-fearing man. Mm -hmm. To the degree where I loved God, reverence God, respected God, but I did not trust or serve God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the truth of it. I trusted in me. Mm -hmm. My confidence was in me. And this is how flawed I, we are as individuals. I was flawed because I struggled with reading. But I didn't have enough confidence to trust God about what I was going through. So when I, in my struggle in that, I took confidence in me. Why? When all I had to do was give it over to God. But as I grew and as I, and as, as I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, Here's something. I'm going to tell y'all. I don't have no problem with telling y'all because I, I'm, I'm transparent. My wife know I tell it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I could not read, y'all. I struggled. I went to PG Community College and asked them, I need help with literacy. I think I'm a functioning illiterate. I went and told them. She told me, I don't think so, but if you're going to help you, go talk to somebody. So I did so I did. I walked in there, a 40-something, a 40-something-year-old man. I'm not ashamed. Yes, indeed. I'm not ashamed. I know what I, know what I stand in. I, so I walked in that door, and all of a sudden, guilt, embarrassment, struggle. I have two young men, insecurities. What are they going to think about Speak their back. father? Walking into a place like this. It was a school, but I, I felt every, every insecurity that a man could possibly feel walking in there. I was clean as a board of hell, <laughs> but in my spirit, thought I was inadequate. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking in there clean, but I'm walking in there limping and hurting. Mm -hmm. On the inside, broken, crying. I was crying walking in there. Tears coming down my eyes. What are my children going to think about their father? When, if he, when he gets to be poor? Because I already diagnosed what they were going to say. Yeah, yeah. How many of y'all get into this situation and you already diagnosed uh -huh. <laughs> what you believe is going on in your life? Yeah. And it's a lie. Amen. All a lie. Yeah. So I'm walking in there. And I'm telling myself, well, I got to go back and tell my children that I, daddy, daddy can't read. Daddy has been classified as an functional illiterate. I walk in and like they gave me an assessment test. <laughs> Y'all know tests. Yeah. Even for those who can, or who those who read very, very well and have the ability to comprehend, struggle with tests. Yeah. 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 I went there to the test. And I'll get back to the testing because we all gonna have to pass the test. Yes, Lord. We're all taking the test, and you all gonna have to pass the test. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting in there. So I'm in it. And they put me in this room by myself. <laughs> and I'm like, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the walls are closing in. <laughs> I'm sweating like Mary and Mary. <laughs> And they, they gave, she gave me the test. And then she came, 
you done? Absolutely. I said, yes, ma'am, I'm done. It went off. She said, well, we'll be back. We have to go, we'll go get the results. And we'll, we'll be back with you. Matter of fact, come on out the room. Come on in this room. So they moved you from the testing room to the waiting room. Well, I know how the waiting room go. Clock moving slow. And I, 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 take it away. And it felt like a, it felt like two, three hours. And it was only 20 minutes that it took her to come back and sit me down. She said, Mr. Bobby, can I pull up? Can you see that? So I'm waiting. I'm looking, trying to cheat a little bit to see the results are. She said, sir, you know, you can read. Mm. And not only can you read, you comprehend very well. Mm. Reading is only one aspect. Yes. Comprehension yes. is the key mm -hmm. to reading. Mm -hmm. Anybody can read off words. You have to know what they're saying yeah. Yeah. to read. And you comprehend and read very well. Why are you here? I said, well, I always felt like I was inadequate, that I didn't have what it took to read. She said, your problem is you don't read enough. Mm -hmm. You need to read more. The more you read, the more you get comfortable with reading. Most people can't or believe they can't read because they're not comfortable with reading. Now, there's some who have who, who need help with comprehension, but that most of, of the people don't read enough. And I'm saying all that to say that as I got into this word, I started reading more. And then the comprehension of things became clearer and clearer concerning the word. I always knew I had it, I had what it took to get through life in terms of being able to understand what I was reading. But it made it even clearer when I realized you can, man, you, you got this. And I'm saying, I just said, God is telling me to tell you what seems to be your hindrance is you. You are hindering you from receiving what God wants to do for you. It is not what you think it is. Is what you perceive it to be. You are delivered. Not because you see deliverance, because you know that I'm delivered. See, most people don't think they're delivered because they don't see it. You are delivered not because you don't see it, because God said so. And if he said it, that is settled. Most of you live roller coaster lives up and down, up and down, because you are not settled in God. That's not my lesson, but today he wants you to get settled. Stop running. That's nothing. You're not going to find anything better than me, he says, out there. The Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. That's why you see people who live, they 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 only 35 and they live, they look like they live to be they like 60 years old. Yeah. Hard lives. These young folk, they look hard. Hard lives because the way of a sinner is hard. 
Because you always have to, you always have to be something you're not to fit into a. You're a round pig trying to fit into a square. That's it. That's it. You will never fit until God comes and starts shaving off the corners to make you fit. Why would you just need to get into your spot and you fit perfectly where God has you? Most people want to be saved, though. <laughs> what do you mean, Pastor? Lee? They want God to stop working and breaking down things. Why do we have to have God tear everything away from us for we receive? Mm. Wow, that's good. <laughs> do we believe there's something, there's some extra spiritual gift involved in that? <laughs> that you receive an extra anointing? You better teach today. <laughs> to go through what you're going through? Man, God had to, he had to work on me. When all he said was, give me your yes. When he said, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. When he, when you hear his voice, why don't you just surrender then? And then having, for, for you having to go out into the world, and then whatever's going on in your life, you, you have, it has to be a chipping away. He has to deliver you from a drive by shooting the note. Okay, God, I hear you. Wow. Almost a head-on collision. Okay, God, I'm not going to drink no more. Some of y'all who smoke them tweeds. <laughs> it's from the earth. It ain't from the earth where you get it. <laughs> it's from the manufacturer when you get it. Well... It's been doctored, it's been chemically, it's been all that stuff. So whatever nutrients you think was in it <laughs> to help you think better. <laughs> I'm able to be focused more. You you allow to tell yourself that because why? Because you believe that it helps you. It justifies your sin. See, we're always looking for justification for sin. Sin always makes us want to rationalize. But with God, we got to we got to go through the motions. And see, yeah, God, we just gonna okay. I hear you. Lord. Just flow because ain't no need to go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't no route back to that. At this um, but yeah, we we need we have to stop playing this thing yeah. because sin is going to do us. In y'all, it's doing a sin. We make provisions for a life outside of the word of God. And today he's calling you. He's telling me to call you, tell you out there to stop running. Make today your day to do it his way. Amen. Amen. We don't listen. We don't get a second chance at this. There's no do-overs. I know a lot of y'all think that y'all gonna that, that, that you that you gonna be in. Well, I ain't, I ain't heard a lot of people talking purgatory. That you gonna be waiting to do it over. There's no do it over. Once you close your eyes on this side, what you get two decisions. There's no brick trucks following you. 
<laughs> when you close your eyes on this side, you don't get no, there's no rent truck, there's no, no they don't have no hearse full of all your personal belongings <laughs> waiting to go with you. You take two things with you when you yeah, when you die. You take your decisions. Yeah, you take your decision with you to accept or reject. Amen. Those are the only two things you transition from this life with. What I said yes to and what I said no to. And most people don't think about that. And see, this is this is a time for fun in the sun for a lot of people. It's summertime. We've been cooped up. Some people, some Stella want to get a groove back. I'm back on the Some young buck, some young buck want to get out here and be and, 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 and live a life that he never thought was possible. So we start chasing things. And this is a season where people start chasing more than ever things. And the Bible, Matthew says in 633, says, if we seek God first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, when are we going to start seeking God's righteousness for our lives? He said he'll add the things. And you hear the emphasis on things. He did not say, you'll get the car, you'll get the house, you'll get the do-do-do, the Boaz and all this. He said the things. And those things that he saw are the things that you desire. But in getting the things, he don't want the things to have you. He want you to have the things. And I drive that home all the time because we are living in a world where we are things driven. Things oriented. This entire life for us is about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, God, thank you. Yeah, okay, so turn your box, turn your box. Yeah, 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 let's go. Do this. Amen. <laughs> God will always give you a room. Turn your Bibles to chapter um to uh Luke 15. Chapter 11. Yeah, God, you always give us room. Amen. Gotta be sensitive to the spirit, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be sensitive to the spirit. His will is greater than our will. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Y'all at Luke 15? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn your book. Y'all at verse 11? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah y'all know the story, right? Yeah. yeah this, yep. this is this is this is the Jesus is talking, you know, Jesus spoke in parables. Mm-hmm. But this is the parable of the lost son. Some people call him the prodigal. Be the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. Some people call him the prodigal, amen. Yeah. And and this is a story that um, we're gonna talk about on the day. And, and, and not just and, and it ties into what um, God was sharing. Y'all at, y'all at 11 says to illustrate this point further, Jesus told this story. A man had two sons. I had two sons. <laughs> so I relate to the story in the two sons. Everything else, I don't know. We're gonna have to we to we to have to bear that out. They we're gonna have to live and see how that work out. So y'all keep living, I'm going to keep living, y'all keep living. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So why do you want me to die? 
<laughs> that would that would have been my question as as the father talking to the son. Why you want me to die? Okay, but it wasn't about the son. It wasn't about the father. It's about the son. Okay, let's keep moving. He said, "So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his son." Yeah, I said, "Tell him he has something to divide." Give y'all talk. He has something to divide. Okay, church. Tell yourself he has something to divide. He has, he has something, something to, to divide. divide. Thank you for y'all. I've been so good to me. Come on. He has something to divide. You can't give him something that you don't have. You can't give your kids something that you don't have. That's the first point that I want y'all to get. You can't give what you don't have. But God is going, God is blessing us that we're going to be in a position to give. Amen. Yes. But here's the thing I want we, he wants us to focus on. A few days later, a few days later, the son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. So he didn't even wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> he already had a plan in his yeah. head. Yeah. Okay, then when I get it, I'm out of here. How many of y'all children are like, oh man, okay, as soon as that door opened up, okay, that's your kids, you. <laughs> when you were growing up, yeah. you thought to yourself, okay, they don't have, my mom or dad don't have nothing, don't have much to give me, but as soon as I can see a way out, I got me a little job that's getting me a little change, as soon as I get, I'm gonna, man, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm gonna live my life. Me and my boy, Friend, <laughs> <laughs> it was his own boy friend, or me and my girl That's friend, which one. means that they're not even in a state of maturity. Exactly. Yeah. Two immature people already planning the life. Ooh. We out of here. I'm, the, I'm ready. I'm, I'm gonna get my forty five dollars. <laughs> Yeah. Because I was around them. Yeah. 
No boasting that because they're not God. Right. But I thought that little $136 that I got out the way I thought it was something. And, and when you think about it now, we don't get it now. <laughs> Because there's nothing, there's no recreation centers. We can't recognize that. Right. We kept a record our neighborhood. We right. did, definitely. Somewhere to go. Yeah. God bless Miss Jones if she's still alive. She made sure that rec stayed open. Yeah. For us to play, learn ping pong, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Black history, Afro-American history, all, all the kind of things. So let's keep going. And so he, he wanted his money. And then he packed it. He's ready to go. Verse 14. At the time, oh, well, let's go back to Thursday so we can get it. A few days later, this young, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land, and there he wasted all his money. Mm -hmm. Y'all know fooling is money. Yes, fool to be bought. They don't take your money long to be when you don't have an assignment. Amen. Yes. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. You have to give your money assignment. Yes. Give it missions. Yeah. Okay, I'm putting you here. Go get it and bring it back. Yeah. Let it talk to your money. Yeah. You talk to everything that God gives you. Yeah. Because whether you know or not, everything has ears. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, everything has ears. He spoke to the fig tree, the fig tree died. Fig tree was listening. Fig tree had his you have, if you have ears to hear, mm -hmm. then you should hear what the Spirit is saying. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. And he, um, he wasted all his money in wild living. Yeah, I know. Young man, what do you want to do? Party. Party hard. That's what he did. He party hard. I know I did when I had my little chain. <laughs> Rent money, what? <laughs> <laughs> you had to teach. I just, I, I, man, I'm potty. <laughs> and fifty dollars didn't last long then, and it don't last long now. <laughs> I tell them all the time: once you break the twenty, it's that's, over. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Any large denomination of bills, when you break it, it's gone. <laughs> It started out as a hundred. Next time you see it, it's probably about ten. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah. When you don't have a when you don't have a respect or a or a assignment for your resources. Amen. For your life. You waste it. We always say that the youth is that the that the youth is wasting on the young. Why? Because we don't value time. We believe we have an abundance of it when we're young. That's true. That's true. We believe that, okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm 16 now. How do y'all think about I'm mad? You can remember when you turned 16. What? And now you think about how old you are. You're like, okay, so much has happened in between. I don't even remember half of it. Right. Amen. Yep. Amen. Verse 14. About the time his money ran out, a great famine 
swept over the land. Mm. And he began to stop. Yeah, yeah. It's something about them hunger pains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hunger pains make you talk different. Make you look at life different. You tell yourself, when you stop, when you broke, man, I need to get myself together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he pursued a local farmer to hire him, and the man set him onto his, um, um, set him, sent him onto his field to feed the pigs. So he went from living a life of luxury to now he feeding the pigs. Man, humble and thing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Says the young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a farmer, I'm a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been, my grand, my, my great grandfather had pigs. Some of the funkiest things you can ever have with chickens are the funkiest things you can ever have. We had a cousin, what was the name? Fonzie Boy was, a, was had pigs. Uh-huh. And he will take me, we will walk back there. My, my uncle will take me back there, take me and my brother back there to just to, to give us a glimpse. City boy, take us a glimpse, give us a glimpse of what the life is back there. And you almost hated walking because it was always, you're like, how's there so muddy back here? It's dry everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but where they were, it kept up because pigs like slop. Yeah. Mm. They like mess. Yep. Some of y'all like mess. <laughs> you, yeah, you always find yourself in it. Why? Because you're attracted to it. Come on, Pastor. That's good. Teach. Yeah. Most people stay in mess because you're attracted to it. Not because you all oh, people always picking on you. No, because the spirit recognizes the spirit in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of you need to be delivered from mess. Amen. Amen. I'm not calling you a pig, but some of you guys need to stay away from piggish behavior. Good, good, good. Stop waddling this this slop. Stop being an incubator for other people's mess. People come around and they feed you the nonsense. The stuff that other people don't want. Why? Because they know you are digested. See, pigs get what everybody else don't eat. They get the leftovers. The same with you believers. You always get leftover conversations because people know that you want to digest it. I can tell such and such this because I know she's going she gonna to further feed the foolishness. Yeah, yeah. This story, is this, this whole verse is deeper than just the prodigal. It speaks about the lives of the believers. If you open your mind and your spiritual eyes, you'll see yourself somewhere in it. Am I? A receiver of mess, or am I the initiator of mess? Mm. Yeah, we've all been there. Talk about things that don't have nothing to do with us. Okay, y'all living at me fun. Okay, I've been a part of that. <laughs> Having a conversation about foolishness that don't have nothing to do with me. And I allow someone to tell me. Then I, I didn't just allow them to tell me. I received it internally. So now I just didn't hear it. Now I now I now I process it as if I know it to be true. And when I process it as I know it to be true, I tell somebody else about it. Instead of shutting it down. I just now I don't want to hear that. See, that's gonna cost you something. To tell people when they come and stop bringing you foolish things. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't know. I don't want to hear that. 
You think you're better than everybody else. You believe what you want to believe, but I don't want to hear that. If that ain't speaking life, bye-bye. Oh, he wanted a super spiritual one. She wanted a super spiritual one. You should be too. Then we can shut down all the foolishness in here. We can stop saving people's lives. Amen. And stop having them run to us for prayer when their lives when their lives are in peril. See, we, we don't believe that we can head it off. We believe that, okay, now they're sick, now let's try to get them healed. But when we are part of the sickness, we're furthering the disease. Let's keep it moving. I know y'all looking at me funny. I know y'all looking at me like, okay, what are you talking about? Okay. Verse 16, the young man became so hungry that even the, the pots he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. So you feed them, and they still ain't, they wouldn't even give you no pot. How <laughs> bad you got to You can't even get slapped. <laughs> you got to be in some kind of pearl for, them, for people to won't even give you. At least somebody give you a big piece of sandwich. <laughs> I don't understand how people do that either, but you know, mm -hmm. I don't get if you if you're done with something, you bite off of it and you want to give it to somebody out in the street. Come on now, let me keep. I know that's what somebody wrong with. Well, it's something better than nothing. You would you eat it? No. <laughs> that's just my thing. Yeah, I know y'all y'all like Pastor Pete. You want something else? <laughs> I'm telling you what people think when they see you, believer. People believe when they see you do things like that, they first thing they say is hypocrite. If you were hungry, you wouldn't take a bitten sandwich. Amen. But you want me to eat your sandwich. I don't know where your mouth been. Amen. Just because I'm on the street don't mean I want to die. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I know. I know. Y'all come on. Come on back. I know y'all look down. I just got to go home like that pastor. We need one something. We need one 90. Yeah. I tell the truth, and y'all and people be lying. Uh -huh. That's why change is not happening in people's lives. Yeah, yeah. That's why people are not receiving God. Like that's yeah. why miracles are not happening. Yeah. That's why people ain't coming in here. Yeah, yeah. There should be a lot of people waiting to try to get in here. Yeah. Not because they want to see my face, but because they want to see God's face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But because they don't see nothing in the lives of some people. That say they love God, they don't like, okay, ain't nothing to that God. When we were growing up, we, we, we respected people yeah. who passed our tracks yeah. because we understood what they were trying to convey. We didn't always sign up and agree with what they were saying, but and I, I, I can say this boldly because if, if you all said boldly, if there was not an agreement in his spirit or in my spirit, when the word was preached and it pricked out, we would have never turned. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even then, yeah. we had a heart yeah, for God. Mm -hmm. we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't take the full revelation of it because we were so wrapped up in what we had going on. That's good, right? Y'all didn't have mm -hmm. to get that. Mm -hmm. Y'all at verse 17, verse 17. When he finally came to his senses, mm -hmm. how many of y'all had some time at some point you had to come to your senses? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yes. Yes. 
and not just your scissors. You had to come to, okay, God, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's always a voice greater than yours mm-hmm. that's speaking to you. Yeah. When, we found, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the highest servants have food enough to eat and to spend. And here I am dying of hunger. So he knew that even at his house, even the people who work for his daddy had, can always get food. But I'm the fool. I'm the one out here, and I'm starving. And the servers are eating. Right. I didn't take my tail home. Huh? <laughs> okay. That's it right there. Yeah, yeah. Some of y'all say, yeah. Some of y'all need. Some of y'all going home means you need to receive Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Some of y'all need to bring y'all tails home. Amen. You've been out there long enough. Yeah. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. How humble you got to be. Mm-hmm. See, most of y'all ain't receiving what y'all need to receive because you haven't, re- you haven't, you haven't repented yet. Mm-hmm. Most of y'all are still in the position that you, because you haven't gotten to that place where forgiveness is on your mind. Mm-hmm. It's all about you. Well, they wronged me. God, I forgive, God, forgive me. I forgive them. Amen. I yeah. release them, God. Yeah. Some of y'all still holding on. The things that the dead people did to you. Yeah. They're in the their bodies are in the ground. And they are still holding you captive. Jesus. Because you won't let it go. When are you gonna let it go? They're gone. You're not giving you the apology that you want. Amen. So a lot of people go to these two sayers to talk to some talk to the dead. To get the to get a forgiveness. You ain't get no forgiveness. They're gone. Amen. Their spirit has left their body. They don't even remember you. To the degree that you want an apology from them. You gotta teach. But most of the, most of the people can't even go on with their life. Well, I just I just I just need I just need to know that they love me. Or that they didn't mean to do it. Listen. If God healed you, then bless God, be healed. Yes, yes. They are not God. They don't. They, they don't have the capacity any longer to give you the relief that you need, Amen. to comfort that you need. It's over for that. So where do you find it? You find it in God. Amen. You find it in the Word of God. Amen. When He said He'll grant you peace. That's peace for those who want it. You gotta wanna be free. See, most people like playing the victim though. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you you want to be the victim because you want you want everybody to woe is me. Well, I can't move beyond this because my father, my mother, they didn't leave me no hurt. Okay, that's over with. They're gone. What inheritance are you looking for? Okay, you go around the house, you start digging up the ground looking for stuff buried in the yard. It's over here. <laughs> Here's the thing. If they didn't have the capacity to love, why would you think they would have the capacity to believe? Yeah. Teach pastor. Teach. Yeah, it's good. What do you mean, Pastor? Leave you something. They wasn't left anything. That's good. So why would you think they're going to leave you anything? 
Why not build a life for yourself in the things and in the word of God? Amen. Amen. Instead of always looking back and crying, woe is me. We got to get beyond that, people. We got to get delivered from that. And it says, I will go into my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both you and heaven, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Please take me on as a higher servant. Wow. So he, did, he thought in his mind that he would, he would go home as a son. I'm going to go back as a servant. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. How many of y'all know God see you coming? Yes. Yeah, yeah. When you were out there, living like the way you wanted to, partying, getting down, drinking, getting high. And the moment you came to yourself and you realized, I'm better than this. God, I heard you even in my you calling me. But yet I've decided to do it my way. When all the people growing up were ministering to me and tell me, God got something better for you. I had to figure out and live the life of all the things that was bad for me. Just to see what was good for me. See, that's, a, that's the false life. That's the life that is straight. When we should serve God in our youth. Yeah, nothing is wasted now. Now, I'm not telling you nothing, anything was wasted. But what I'm saying is, why not give it to God now Amen. when he calls you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure you won't struggle. Sure there may be challenges. But greater to go through challenges with God than without him. Amen. Amen. I'd rather go through challenges with knowing that God is with me yes. than to be out there looking, okay, God, where are you? And that's where most people find themselves. God, well, where are you? But when you don't know the Holy Spirit is only in, is, 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 is moving and living, you're always looking for someone who's always waiting for you to invite him in. And then he always has his angels encamped around us. Yeah, yeah, definitely in life situations, it's always around. But the angels of God is always protected. Now, I've got to some dumb decisions. I made some dumb decisions. Yeah. And I did on my own. Yeah. Knowing fully. Because I when people say, well, I did it and I didn't really know the consequences. Liar. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know the wages of sin is death. <laughs> Whether you're in church or not, you know. Everybody knows right and wrong. That's when when people do wrong, the first thing they do is they run and hide. <laughs> you don't need the police to come and knock on you. But you know you did something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we saw you run. <laughs> which tells us you know you did something wrong. <laughs> but that's what that's the mind. And how the mind plays on you. Yes. It plays tricks with you. Yes. It will get you to always think in the carnal. Yeah. And never the one to be fastened to the spirit. Mm-hmm. Because if I can always get you to think naturally, you are never seeking spiritually. Mm. That's good. 
And so what we have to do is we have to get back on course with this thing. It says, we were in verse 20, so he returned home to his father, and his father saw him filled with love and compassion. He ran to his son. God's always running at us. When we're coming back to him, he's, he's always with his arms open. Come on. And we can hide under the shadows of his wings. There's always a place for you under his wings. And here's the beauty. No matter how many others are in there, there's always room for you. Yes. Woo, God there's room for us under his wing. We can always find safety with God. We can always find shelter with him. When the storms of life was raging us, we always find a hiding place with God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I thank God for that. That now I don't have to be like he was. I don't have to be out there. That when I feel something, I can run under God. God, I thank you for keeping me safe, for protecting me. I thank you for wisdom that I don't have to make the same mistakes of yesteryears. Thank you. That God, I thank you that every day I wake up with you, brand new mercies. So what I used to do, I don't have to participate in that. Why? Because I'm stronger than what I was the other day. That sin that had me bound, I'm free from that. So now I can turn to it and say, okay, so you won't, that won't, that won't attract me today. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta fight this thing, y'all. He ran to his son and embraced him and kissed him. Verse 21. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. 22. But his father said to the servants, quit. Bring him the finest robe. I can't let you stay right there. Go get his clothes. Go get the best clothes you can. Put it on. Get that. Get put it on real quick. Get that. Get that, that nasty taste out of his mouth. Get that speech out of him. Put the robe on. Remind him of who he is. Yes. Same with you, God said. He's reminding you of who you are. Yeah, yeah. So what? You stumbled and failed. Come on back. Let me put this robe on you. Let me remind you that you are my child. And I love you. And no matter what you've done, you repented, you coming home, come on back. I'll make it as if you never left. Woo, Jesus. Only God can do that for us. See, man will hold that over your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys you with, you leave them. Oh, you gone. Get out of here. You can't come back in. Matter of fact, you don't don't take nothing with you. Everything you left is the bleeding. <laughs> and some of us men, give me all that back. Indian givers, give me all that back. Put it all right there. That the big keys, the earrings, everything, everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm a petty like that. <laughs> If, if you're attracted to the things, if I tell you to give them back, then maybe you will stay. Mm -hmm. 
That's good. And not just say, maybe you maybe you'll be obedient instead. Mm-hmm. See, I just heard that just mm-hmm. rubs somebody wrong. But that's how you think when you don't have God. Mm-hmm. Obedient. What do you mean obedient? You're trying to break somebody's will to be with you. Mm-hmm. You're trying to beat somebody into submission to be with you mm-hmm. by breaking them. You don't get to keep nobody that you break. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they, they're in pieces. Mm-hmm. And you don't have the full of them. You only have a part of them. Yes. So is it worth having a part instead of all? And God said, he don't give you a piece of him. He gives you all of him. Yes. I'm not just a provider. I'm Jehovah Shalom. Yes. I'm not just that. I'm a healer. I'm a way maker. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. He's more. He's everything you need him to be when you need him to be. Yes. Thank God, yes. we're serving an awesome God. Yes, we do. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know about you, God. He's serving awesome God. Yes. And he told him, put that robe on. Get a ring. And put it on his thing. Remind him that he's something special. Yeah. And get some sandals for his feet. Because he, he, the way he looking, he don't represent me. He don't represent what's inside of him. And some of y'all out here looking like y'all, y'all representing something that, they, that God ain't even a part of. And he said, you out here representing something that don't even resemble me. You out here looking like you don't know who Jesus is. And he said today, get back in here and get cleaned up. Let me remind you of who you are. Yes. Not to them, but to me. And once you have a full revelation of who you are to me, then you will stand and you'll walk different. You'll look different. When you're standing in the middle of a world when everything is going on around you, the storm is raging, but you're standing. God, I thank you. God, I trust you. Yes, God. Yeah, because see what's happening now is the fear is happening with recession is is being buzzed about. And all you who want faith. Because you are in fear of what the world's saying. But God is saying, girl, you're Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Remember who I am. Yes. I do my best job when the world is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> when the famine is coming. Y'all know about, about Joe? Yeah. When the famine is coming, God gives us the word. He gives us a way out and way through things, or through struggles. But here's one thing I tell you, don't be complaining. Don't be like the children of Israel. Don't be walking around complaining. It will take you longer to get through. If you shut your mouth, you'll get through it when you're supposed to. And if you just worship while you're going through Yes, That's why we started out about, about praising. If you learn to worship God, yes. when the world is after the food, God, I thank you, thank you. Thank you. that the times of this world have nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I'm in it, but I'm not out. And what's going on with them don't affect me. Because you are my source. You are my sustainer. You are my provider. 
You're my all in all. Woo, Jesus. Yeah, man. We serve And he got some sandals. Verse 23. And kill the calf. Give me a good one. And he said, we're going to have the fatty one. Get the, get the best one. Get that healthiest one over there. Okay, that look, that look like that's going to feed a whole lot of people. We're going to die. And we must celebrate with the feast. So he really got some, he, got, he had it. So he got his robe, mm-hmm. got, got some jewelry. Yeah. He got some nice shoes. Yeah, he did. Uh, 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 <laughs> y'all, know, y'all know what shoes do to people. <laughs> y'all know what shoes do to people. Y'all can be, y'all do that retail therapy. Y'all know y'all. Y'all do that retail therapy. Y'all, y'all go do that retail therapy. So y'all know that when you feel the day, okay. I, Hey sis, come, hey, sis, come here. Take, take me to the mall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, come take me to the mall, bro. Take me to the shoe store. <laughs> hey, y'all, something about them shoes that you start walking them. Yeah. <laughs> you start feeling a whole lot better about you said you got that new, new shoes on. Y'all know to make sure y'all got the heels on. Y'all start like Y'all start like with the heels on. <laughs> Whatever it may be, whatever your whatever your flavor of shoe is, right. it does something about it. It does something to you. Yes, it starts speaking to you. You may not have a dime in your pocket, but it makes you feel like you're rich. Mm-hmm. And that's and what he did. He not not about the riches. He made he made him remember who he was. You out there, starving, dirty. People wouldn't help you. And then he wanted to remember, there's always help. Mm-hmm. There, will, there will never be a lack of love here. Mm-hmm. And God telling them, there will never be a lack of love in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. If you are a part of the kingdom, there's love here. Yes. You may run as far as you can, but often this is you'll always see me. Mm-hmm. You'll always see me mm-hmm. telling you, come on. It's better here than out there. Mm-hmm. No one can love you like I can. Jesus. Mm-hmm. No one can protect you like I can. God, man, we go. Woo, Jesus. Oh, man, that's very Come on, y'all, somebody just shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all just shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need a praise break to yeah. tell God thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You Verse 24, he says, For this son of mine was dead and now returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. Y'all know something? (laughs) (laughs) And he said, So the party began. Come on, let the party begin. Let the celebration begin. So he came home. And it says, meanwhile, the oldest son, y'all know, there's always going to be haters. I, mean, I had to read this part. There's always going to be haters. <laughs> meanwhile, the oldest son was in the fields working. So the, what was going on with the youngest son? Didn't have nothing to do with the oldest son. The youngest son took his money yeah. and blew it. Yeah. Why are you mad at me for blowing my money? <laughs> But here's the thing. He blew his money. And the older brother was mad because he still had to, he was still there working. You good enough. And <laughs> blew your money. And then both of y'all would probably came home. Or you probably would have increased your money. Don't know. 
Because, but you said it. But that's not the story that I'm talking about. Let's keep moving. When he returned home, he heard music and dancing in the house. And he asked one of the servants, what's going on? Your brother is back, they were saying. He, told, he was told, your father was, has killed the, the fatty cat, and we are now celebrating because of his safe return. The brother was angry <laughs> and wouldn't go. He's like, man, I ain't gonna be a part of that. I ain't gonna be a part of that foolishness. Right. You went out there squandered all your money, now we celebrating you. Basically, <laughs> what he said. You, you messed over all your money, and now you're home in need of a handout because he probably, what he probably thought was, okay, now you're only back just to get some more, then you can run back out there. But then he didn't understand what was going on. That what was being shown even to him is that grace is even established and extended to him. That even though you may not have gone out, even if you do go out there, the same grace that is extended to him has to be extended to you. Yes. But see, he couldn't see that. Nope. But see, that's what happens when we get hate, when we get blinded by hate. Or when, because the, the, the more of what we were going to talk about is too much too soon. <laughs> Too much, but see, what we couldn't see is that because what, what happened to him should have given, given the older brother not a reason to go out, but the mindset to know that my father loves us so much that even if I go out and make a mistake, that the grace is available for me. But we don't see that. All we see is what others did. And because I'm still here, why are we celebrating someone who left? See, that's the nonsense that go on in churches. You better come on. That's the foolishness that goes on in, in, in churches around the world. When people leave to go fulfill what they believe God has called them to do. Haters hate. And then they throw dirt all along the road to, to coming back. See, that was a road to come back. But because now it's filled with nothing but dirt, the road ceases to exist back. So people never come back. Not because they didn't want to, because you clouded the road with hate. That's good. That is so good. You never gave me a lane to come back. You just saw me out there. Instead of rejoicing that, okay, God, do what you need to do in their lives. And even if they don't, Fulfill what you called them. They went out and said that you said it. So God, I stand with them concerning what they mean. Because see, God was sharing with me the other day. He said, how do you get to know my voice if you're always hearing man's voice? Now everybody, the Bible tells us that everybody needs a preacher. Someone to teach the word. But that, that preaching and that teaching is never to exalt ourselves over God's voice. But people get so, so clouded that they hear men's voices more than they hear God's voice. And it clouds the judgment. If he, the son, would have heard somebody else's voice greater than the love that his father had for him, he would have never come back. That's why when you get out there, after receiving Jesus Christ and you run back to the world. If you're not fully convinced of the voice that you're hearing is God, you will always be out there. 
but because you know and his sheep hear his voice. When your return happens, he always welcomes you back. But because we play so many church games, we damage more people than we help. Amen. Yeah, and, and I the biggest thing is we bring them in, we, we want to get them saved. Yeah, what we do, we're some of the greatest at the moment that we see people who need to be saved. We're some of the greatest testimony and ministers of giving people an opportunity to come and receive Jesus Christ. But the moment elevation happens in their lives, what we do, we kill them afresh. Mm-hmm. We kill them. You're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Stop going around right there. We stop buzzing. Oh, they, ain't, they don't really have it like they're supposed to have it. We stop talking about them. We stop. And then they run back out. And then what we try to do, we try to go resurrect them again. How is that possible? Who wants to be a part of something like that? That's why when you start hearing people say, I do church by myself. Yeah. I do church at home. I, I, I read my own Bible. Mm-hmm. That, that no, that's not the point. That's that's but they a lot of people make the church, make, make, make the fellowship unto themselves. And they seek not to associate together. I don't trust you. I don't trust you with my life. Because if I tell you something, you ain't who you're not gonna tell. You the mother of the church and the biggest gossiper in the church. Verse 25. Says, meanwhile, the older son was in the field of the other way at 28. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him. But he replied, all these years I've slain. So all he's talking about is what he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. about him. yeah it's about him then. Yeah. All about him. All these years I've slain for you. Oh. And never once refused to do any single thing. Now you bring the remembrance of everything he's done. Y'all know the y'all know the people. Y'all start telling everybody, remember I did this, remember I did that. Okay, this ain't about you. Right. <laughs> This whole celebration ain't about you. Okay, you want it to be about you? You run away and then come back. And then we'll make it about you. But this, this present moment is not about But see how we turn things? If he could have only seen what was being done, which it was saying, even though he was the oldest, it was setting the stage even for him. That blessed are you if you go out and need to come back. There's always a place for you here. But all we can see is he gone. He blew it. Why you let them back in here? Yeah, I know. Some of our students ran away or they walked out, they came back. Don't let them back in here. Or they come back to the church. And they don't let nobody in the church and then come back in and then get and, and get almost a similar. Position that they want, they left when they had all the people who was hot. <laughs> they would be hot as fish. You, you let them come right back, right? <laughs> you gotta let them sit down for a season. <laughs> they gotta sit down for a season. You don't know what they got on them when they came when they went out there. They got to get cleansed and everything. They thought it was spiritualized. 
not knowing that if you needed to get clean mm. and you needed to come back, that you would want me that grace. to receive you as if you never that left. Grace. Yeah. That grace. You may not be doing the same things you were doing when you left, but you want the love to be the same. Yeah. That my eyes for you will never change. And I'd always be wondering, I wonder how you're looking at me. <laughs> but see, that happens. And it kills people. It runs people back into a world that's waiting to devour them. Yeah. Story. Amen. Too much too soon. Thank God he always carefully measures out what he does for us. Everybody wants their inheritance now. <laughs> Yeah, I know y'all been, y'all got a, you know, y'all, some of us got a laundry list of things that we want God to do in our lives. He, but you know, and he knows that if I give it to you too soon, it'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, man, some people still in poverty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, I know y'all hear the scripture, the poor, the poor you might have, that's not talking about the poor in poverty. That's talking about the poor in spirit. Mm-hmm. That's talking about the poor, you have you, the poor in how you think. Because a poor mindset will always keep you poor. Mm-hmm. No matter how much money you have. If you are poor in thinking, you will always be poor. You'll always be thinking about you don't have enough. That's why you hear guys who come up and the first thing they talk about is doing something nefarious with the money they came up with. When you just have to, when you just seek out for wisdom and, how, and what to do with what you have. It's never the dollar amount. It's always what you and the heart that's associated with what you have. That's why the poor you have what you always, because if I'm poor thinking, I will always be poor. I can never see my way out. There's people who live in the projects who've had resources come through their hands and they're still in the project because they can't see themselves beyond the projects. That's the poor in spirit. 29 says, but, but he replied, all these years I've served, I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to do. And in all these time, all this time, you never gave me even a young goat to eat. But you've been eating though. <laughs> <laughs> you've been eating this whole time though, right? Because you don't hear one, 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 one mention in this story that he was hungry. But he wants to make the reference that I even didn't give me a young goat. Okay, so what were you eating then? Billy goat? <laughs> I don't know. See how we make excuses? Or we, we, make it, we just start making up stuff. Verse 30, he said, Yet when the son of when the, this son of yours come back after squandering your money, <laughs> they tell you it was his money, your money. <laughs> On prostitutes, they they gonna start hating. He gonna start laboring everything he spent his money on. Okay, he was, he was out there with them hoes and prostitutes. He can lay it all out. You celebrate him by killing a fatty cat. Man, mind your business. <laughs> his father said to him, "Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me, and even I have, and everything I have is yours." Reminding him that you know it's yours. Yeah, you kidding me. I, I'm dividing it up. He took his, you got yours. I'm giving it to you. If I didn't want you to have anything, you would. he would have gotten it, you wouldn't have. See, he forgot he even had. Isn't that something about the hate? 
<laughs> it blinds you to everything you that you have. It makes you see the things you don't have. But it doesn't remind you of all the things you do have. That hate is a deep That's spirit, man. Mm, deceptive. Verse 32, it says, we had to celebrate this happy day. For your brother was dead. How many of y'all have been dead? Amen. I was a walking dead. I don't know about you. Yeah. I was a walking dead. For your brother was dead and has come back to life. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of us, some of y'all need to come on back to life. Come on to God. If you ran away, come on back to God. I tell you, man. Yeah, I was dead. I was the walking dead. I was the walking wounded. I was the walking broken. I was dead in every area of my life. I, I Financially, spiritually, emotionally, I was dead. He was lost, but now he's found. How many of y'all found? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Proverbs 20, 10 and 22. Here's the thing about God. He says that the blessings of the Lord make him rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. So when you not getting things too, when you get not getting too much, but when you get things in God's timing, when he's planned for you to get it. When he set the right time, the right moment, the right season for you to have, it has no sorrow. But y'all know when you run out there, you do things on your own and you start trying to manufacture blessings on your own. And then you start trying to lie and tell everybody, look what God did. <laughs> look what God did. Then it brings sorrow in your life. Because now you have to always figure out how to pay for it. Mm, that's good. Mm. Yeah, whatever God orders, he pays for it. Yeah. So when he tells you to go get that cop, that means he's going to line up the salesman, the finance department, and everything associated with you getting that cop. I'm talking about materials because I don't want to things grab people with. When you get that house, and you got to work two or three jobs. And you never give God any more time. Was it a blessing from God? Or did he create more sorrow for you than anything? Why? Because now you got to do everything you got to keep it. That's when you know. How many of us get something too much too soon? It can or kill you. If I would have got everything I believed God for when I asked for, it would have destroyed me. Why? Wow, I, I was not mature enough to receive it. I knew what he showed me, but I wasn't prepared to receive it. I knew I would have squandered it. And you know, if, you, if God speaks to you about blessing somebody, you got to make sure that, okay, God, is it now? Or should I wait? Good. Yeah. <laughs> if he tells you to bless somebody with something, you have to make sure, okay, are they ready to receive now? You don't go ask them, you ready to receive that? <laughs> <laughs> they will always tell you yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you keep people when you see God, even though he's speaking to you, everything is not good today. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Everything he tells you to do, okay, do it tomorrow. If he gives you something to carry out, he will give you the steps and by which he wants you to carry them out. He will order your steps and carry them out. Because the last thing people want you want is people want is you want to give people something and it strangles them. It chokes them out. And it's nothing for you. When he tells you to do something, don't have don't have your stuff a choke you moment. God, you said do that? <laughs> Be obedient. Amen. Don't hold your blessing up by not being obedient. There's a balance between that. And we need the wisdom of God in every area of our lives. Amen. 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 So today I want to encourage you that if you're that part, if you're that son out there, and you and listen, sometimes we can get we can get too much too soon. He wasn't doing it to kill his son. He gave it to him because he asked for it. But he knew what he was going to do because he knew that his, even if he, the door was open for both of his sons, that whoever asked for it, if they needed to come home, they can come home. The same with God. He's telling you, today is your day to come home. Harden not your heart on today. Receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. Yeah, yeah, repent. Ask God to cleanse you. Don't do a, do a, don't do a 360. Do a 180. A 360 puts you right back in the life you were living. You want to do a 180 to turn from a life of sin. And now once you made that agreement and you said, God, I repent, now what you need to do is you need to accept Jesus. You know, be baptized. Go down the water. Identifying with his death, burial, and resurrection. We know that water alone can't save you. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. With the Spirit of God as he gives you utterance. Speaking in tongues. You want, you need it. You won't call without an engine without the Spirit of God living on the inside of you. You need the power of the Almighty God moving in your life. And listen, if you're in this D.C. metro area and you would like to be baptized, reach out to the Kingdom Advancing Ministry. It should be something on the screen that gives you all the information that you need and ways you can reach out to us to be baptized. We'll get you down in water in the name of Jesus Christ. I always tell you, if you've been baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, you've been baptized wrong. But how do you say that, Pastor B? Because the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are not the name. They are titles. When we were born, said, go in all the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son. What, what is the name of the Father? Jesus. What is the name of the Son? Jesus. What is the name of the Holy Spirit? Jesus. You want to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Yeah, yeah. I ain't taking a shot at nobody's doctrine. But what I am saying, do it right. You want to do this thing right. And listen, we love you. You want to partner up with this ministry. Listen, I am not the world's greatest pastor, but I'm a pastor after God's own heart. Amen. Amen. I want to see the best. I'm glad That's no glory for me. Because that all the glory goes to God. Yeah. For sure it does. I take no glory. I will never steal his glory. Yeah. I thank God for just being God in my life. 
being with me, walking with me, staying with me, trusting me Amen. with the lives of people. Yes. And all those who've come to be a part of this ministry, thank you for trusting us, my wife and I, and the entire TKN family to minister, to share the word, to come into your homes, wherever you are watching, if you are incarcerated, wherever you are, thank God for you. That where you are today, you don't have to be there tomorrow. God wants to heal, deliver, and set you free. So if you want to partner with this ministry, reach out to us and let us know. If this word, if this, if the lessons of, of Sunday and Bible study are blessing your life, come on and reach out to us. We'll love to partner with you. Love to, love to, love to. This